Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Good Thursday morning and welcome into the Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. If you're looking for something that doesn't get reported to you from the progressive lens, that's where you need to go, theohiopressnetwork.com. In just a moment, we're going to welcome in State Representative Beth Lear. Quickly, I want to tell you, uh, 1122, Don Ivers will be here. One Way Street Ministries, also known as Jericho's Light Club. He's going to tell us about an event that they're hosting in February that will help their ministry outreach there in Franklinton. Attorney Mark R. Weaver will be here to discuss the Supreme Court of the United States. Today, justices will hear arguments over whether states can remove Trump from 2024 ballots. You don't want to miss that. And then opponents of the Blue 22, uh, you know, the traitorous people who made a promise in caucus, broke the promise, partnered with Democrats, and uh, created the hellhole that we are turning into here in Ohio. Uh, candidate Josh Halavity will be here, Dylan Blevins, Gary Fox. So you don't want to miss those things. Uh, and then we're going to talk about maybe this uh, Tucker interview. Do you know who he's interviewing? That may drop today. Might be a, a uh, <laughs> It might be a game changer on the international and national political stage. We'll talk about what the Senate did yesterday with uh, what was called a border bill, but it wasn't. It was a foreign aid bill. Uh, is it time for Mitch McConnell to go? And uh, remember the prediction I made uh, two days ago? Michael Watley might be the guy who replaces Ronna McDaniel. Mm, rumors are getting louder. We'll talk about that. I have a call into Watley to see if he can join me tomorrow. Here's the question today. Call in 844-825-5989. Go to Twitter, at Jack Windsor. Does Joe Biden suffer from dementia or, like his son Hunter, drug abuse? Serious question. You can vote. All right, let's bring her right in. State Representative Beth Lear, welcome back. How are you this morning? Well, good morning, Jack. I am fine, and I hope that it's not too hard to hear me. I'm driving to Knox County for an event at noon, but I'm really glad to be able to join you. I'm glad that you're able to join me, too. Um so bear with me for a moment, and let me just let me just audit my understanding. Bills are drafted, they're introduced, they go to committee, they get opponent proponent testimony in committee, they get marked up, they get voted out of committee, they go to rules and reference, rules and reference schedules them for the floor. Uh, by the way, there are other ways to bring them to the floor, like a discharge petition or other things, but I just want to get the you know treetops here. The bill's debated, the bill is amended, or it's accepted as introduced, and then Eventually, lawmakers vote on the bill. Um, th- that's kind of the basic blocking and tackling of the legislative process. Am I correct? Oh, yes. Generally, you know, I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill and I'm sitting here on the hill at Columbus. So, yeah. So here, here's um, that's the basic blocking and tackling. Right. And, and the blocking and tackling, that is to say the fundamentals of legislative processes. But Jason Stevens refused to allow blocking and tackling 
yesterday. Why? Here's why. Who's a coward? Cowards won't block. Cowards won't tackle. From one of my favorite movies of all time, remember the Titans, that's Coach Boone. Cowards don't block. Cowards don't tackle. Because Jason Stevens is a coward. I can't believe what I saw yesterday, uh, State Representative. Uh, Let us know from your vantage point what happened. Well, I can tell you that this was our very last session before the primary. Um, As the papers have pointed out, uh, sometimes they're correct. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. We are the least uh, effective legislature since 1955. And there are just things that the speaker does not want to bring to the floor because the people that control him, the lobbyists and the Democrats in the House, they don't want to see Senate Bill 83, higher education reform. They don't want to see SAPA, which is House Bill 51, the Second Amendment Preservation Act. And that was the main reason that several of us were standing up yesterday trying to get recognized, which when you have a normal um, leader in the speaker's chair, he's going to let people speak on the floor. And this one does not want to look foolish or get embarrassed by Republican legislation that he's not allowing to be heard. So um, <laughs> if I'm correct, and and I don't know if I am, because in, in full transparency, I had a chance to catch the latter half, uh, really the, the, the last quarter of yesterday's session. I need to go into the journal and see what was passed. I know some things were passed. Um, but things that I would say aren't big pieces of legislation. And I'm tired of Jason Stevens and the Blue 22 parading around wanting gold stars for things they should do. We tell our kids, they've known this since kindergarten, you don't get a gold star for doing what you're supposed to do. You get like, hey, good job, but gold star is above and, and, uh, you know, and beyond. And um, yesterday, what I thought I saw, so all of that to say this, was about 30 Republicans being ignored. Now, I'm not good at math. But when I divide 11.7 million Ohioans by the 99 seats and then figure out what 30 is, it's about three and a half million people. Three and a half million voters were ignored yesterday by Jason Stevens, were they not? Oh, they were. And even more than that, were cheated out of taxpayer dollars, dollars they paid into the Treasury with the passing of sort of a capital bill. It, it wasn't even that. It was a portion of the capital bill. We had a letter that came out from President Huffman saying, you know, all of these claims of a deal between the House and Senate were completely a lie. And every single member, except for probably the speaker and possibly the finance chair, were misled by everything that was happening yesterday on the floor and the money that should have gone back to our districts, um, out of which we could be cheated. But the Senate still has to act. So two things. I'm looking at Jason Stevens and uh, his Ohio House of Representatives page right now. This is comical. Quote, I'm looking forward to working on each committee and with my colleagues to improve the lives of Ohioans, except for the ones that you don't want to call on. And uh, later in the show, because I don't want to soak up our time, I'll play interaction between State Representative Ron Ferguson and Speaker Jason Stevens to me, it is a blatant disregard for parliamentary procedure. Uh, Ron Ferguson said, look, you're breaking a rule and you need to recognize Republicans. And Jason, you know, consults the I don't know, is it the parliamentarian, the attorney? And then says, well, what part what part of the rule did we break? 
And Ron Ferguson clearly states, here's the part of the rule that you broke. And Jason Stevens steamrolled him. Uh, But to your point, here's my understanding, Representative. Um, Basically, what they passed yesterday, this Capitol bill, is something that the Blue 22 can run on in their primaries. Uh, I believe you're correct. After my conversations with the Senate, they released a memo to their members clarifying that there was no agreement between the chambers on what projects would be funded. The Senate is sticking to its April 8th timeline as a deadline for project applications in April 22nd for members to submit their preferred projects for consideration. So Jason Stevens not only ignored voters, he lied yesterday, correct? Oh, absolutely. And so did Jay Edwards. And the reality is I've been involved in state government since 1993. Yes, I'm showing my age. That's fine. Because people need to understand that this has never been done this way. There have been years when we haven't had a capital budget under Kasich when the economy was crashing was an example. But never has the House and Senate been so disjointed and it's supposedly run by the same party So, you know, you end up with $700 million for economic development that if divided evenly is a little less than $7 million per house district. They chopped that in half, said we only had $350 million for the house, and then gave multiple members who are not part of the Blue 22 $0 for their district. But Democrats got over $4 million per district. And the blue 22, Jason got 16 million, Abrams 21, uh, Carruthers almost 5 million, Cross 10 million. So the money is looking like it's going to their districts, but the Senate hasn't acted. So this is all smoke and mirrors for everyone. Well, and my understanding today is there is a temporary restraining order uh, being attempted or a TRO. Um, by some lawmakers here in Franklin County against uh, essentially the the group that runs the funding uh, for Republicans in the state house, and I expect to get an update on that uh, tomorrow. We only have about thirty seconds here, State Representative Lear. Um, what do you, what else do you want our, our listeners to know? I just want them to know that you're not forgotten by your members down at the house, whether Jason Stevens has session or not. We continue to work for you. Keep calling. Keep emailing. If you have issues, let us know because we work for you. And uh, 15 seconds, where can folks go to support you and your uh, primary? Bethlear.com is a great place to start, and I really appreciate the plug. Thanks, Jack. Absolutely. State Representative Beth Lear, she's a Republican from right in this area, Delaware, Knox uh, counties. Great representative, patriot someone that you need to support and vote for if uh, she is vying to be your representative. Thanks for joining us today, Beth. Thank you, Jack. All right, stay tuned. Up next, Don Ivers, Jericho's Light Club. Are you looking for a lucrative side hustle? You need to check out the Alpha Beta Report. You can learn about markets, trading, crypto. There's coaching, simulations. It's incredible stuff, truly. Uh, I've been hanging around the edges with these guys for a while now and uh, watching what they do. 
And uh, what they do has produced some significant results. It's helped people turn small sums of money into towering assets. So if you're looking for a lucrative side hustle, get over to alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. And thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your continued support of the Ohio Press Network. Uh, I want to tell you about One Way Street Ministries. Uh, doing business as Jericho's Light Club. Now, the mission of Jericho's Light Club, also known as One Way Street Ministries, interchangeable there, is to provide essential services, including but not limited to food, water, shelter supplies, to those in need in the Franklinton area of Columbus, Ohio. Now, if you've not been to the Franklinton area, you know that that is um, an area that many in Columbus are working to revive. Uh, but it's a tough part of town. Uh, the mission has historically been accomplished by, among other things, operating a drop-in center in Franklinton known as Jericho's Light Club, from which unhoused people and others in need are provided free meals and other basic necessities. Now, Jericho's opens its doors every Friday and Saturday evening from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. to serve surrounding communities a meal for the hungry and to encourage spiritual growth through a relationship with Jesus Christ. All meals served at Jericho's are provided and served by volunteer groups from churches, work communities, school communities, sports teams, other organizations, and families and friends who get together to serve those in need. The communities surrounding Jericho's include many homeless as I mentioned, it's a rough part of town, low-income, food-insecure residents who are often in need of a nutritious meal. At the same time, Jericho's Light Club and One Way Street Ministries look to build personal relationships with those in the community, offering hope, spreading the love of God. Jericho's is also a common gathering place for Christians to minister God's love to those who need a personal touch of his care, love, and mercy. Now, their primary goal is to share God's ever-encompassing love with people who need a touch from the Master's hand. Lives are changed through the outpouring of God's love and grace, through the provision of these meals, necessities, and that's something you as a volunteer or a business can partake in. They call themselves a mission field to the suburban church where saints from all over the city of Columbus can use their gifts to do the work of ministry. Now, it's not just stale, stodgy, show up. They've seen results. They've seen salvations. They've seen homeless off the streets into housing, addicts, alcoholics getting treatment, trafficked individuals off the street and being counseled, and people being delivered and set free. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I have. It's one of the most powerful experiences uh, that I think a person can have. And by the way, I've long said this, philosophy and debate aren't nearly as effective 
at changing someone's life as an experience. An experience with God is unmistakable, and it's no longer about debate. So if you or your group would like to know more about Jericho's Light Club, One Way Ministries, you're invited to visit their Facebook page, Jericho's Light Club. Visit on a Friday or Saturday evening from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And if you or your group would like to provide, plan, prepare, serve a meal on a Friday or Saturday evening, email them. Here's the email address. Get your pen handy. It's Jericho's Light Club at Gmail. J E R I C H O S L I G H T C L U B ampersand gmail.com. And uh, I encourage you to be a blessing to others through Jericho's Light Club, One Way Street Ministries. Now, specifically, uh, they are hosting a fundraiser, their second, Sunday, February 25th, and it is a spaghetti dinner and bake sale. Now, the cool part is several local businesses have already ponied up money and volunteers to make this happen. And my understanding is Olive Garden has offered salad and breadsticks in addition to the spaghetti. So it's going to be a fuller course or courses. So uh, includes choice of sauce with meatballs, marinara, salad, bread, bread, drinks, dessert, opening seating 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's at the Eagle Pavilion at Friar Park, the Eagle Pavilion at Friar Park, and that's at 3670 Discovery Drive, Grove City, Ohio. Uh, adults, 13 and over, $10 in advance, $15 at the door. Uh, children, 3 to 12, are $5. Kids, 2 and under, are free. So make sure that you get over to Jericho's Light Club, One Way Street Ministries, you can check them out at Facebook, and uh, what an awesome ministry. What an awesome opportunity to raise funds for people who are in the thick of it. And um, I'm telling you, man, an experience with God is unmistakable, and it replaces uh, a thousand sermons. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go listen to sermons, you shouldn't debate, you shouldn't have good dialogue, but when you see the movement of God and you see the Holy Spirit heal people, change people, and you see uh, the addict turn into somebody that's sober, who is living a functional, healthy life, it's a beautiful thing. So thank you uh, to Jericho in one way. And thank you for listening. Uh, up next, Mark R. Weaver. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court of the United States today. They are hearing arguments. Should Donald Trump be on the ballot in states in 2024 or off? We'll talk about it. Stay tuned.